everybody. This is Katie. And this is Dory. And you're listening to the Big Shot Marketing and Design Podcast. Hello, how can I help you? Hi, yeah, I am looking to get a plumber over at my house. Okay, so, um, what's your address? Hard stop. That's horrible. (laughs) Like, seriously, it was bad. Um, In this episode, as you can probably guess, we're going to talk about why you're probably answering your phone wrong and how to handle phone calls for your business. Exactly. And we're going to talk about apologies for my voice. I'm apparently recently going through puberty um, at 26 and didn't realize it. Um, Also, yeah, we're going to go through in this episode, talk about what not to do. And then also give some, I don't want to say tips and tricks, but give some ideas and kind of open your eyes on what you should do when um, answering the phone for your small business. Um, So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to talk about is um, no robots. Nobody wants to listen to whatever machine you have going to press buttons here and there. A lot of people avoid large corporations because they actually want to talk to a real person. So, for example, large corporations like Comcast or um, Amazon, Apple, yeah, Apple, all of them. I, I've never I tried to constantly them. scream at them. Person, person, let me talk to a human being. You scream to the robots? Yeah, I, I scream at the robots. Wow. All of I the mean, robot activists are going to start screaming right back at you. That's, that's all right. That's an I'm AI okay hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, you might notice in your office that, yeah, there's we have so much going on. We're so busy. We don't have time to answer the phone. So we just use this little answering service and people press the button for who they want to answer to, for what they who they want to talk to. Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, you know, that's a good problem to have to be so busy. You can't answer the phone because it's ringing so much, but you're also hurting, you know, a lot of the good leads that you might be getting because they're having to go through the same annoying steps to press those buttons just to talk to a real person. So, you know, if you're making enough money to where you can't answer the phone, you're probably making enough money to be able to hire somebody just to answer that phone. Because um, nothing says we don't care about your call like a robot answering the phone instead of a real person. And now, telling you how much they care about your call. Yes, I love that. Me. Like, yeah, it's always like, thank you for calling Smith Roofing. Your call is very important to us, even though we couldn't be bothered to pick up the phone. Thankfully, we have robots to do it for us. Please hold for the next available human. It's ridiculous. It makes mm. ugh, it makes no sense. There's actually a radio commercial like near here, um, like in Central Florida, where they they kind of the guys like arguing with the robot. They're like arguing back and forth, and the company's whole it's a plumbing plumbing company. Their whole shtick is you know you don't have to fight the robots, just call us instead. I kind of want to try to call them to see how that goes. But anyway, so you paid all that money. You paid all the, whether you're paying print advertising, Google ads, social media ads, whatever. So you're paying a ton of money for people to call your number. And then they call and you don't even bother to talk to them to make them feel any type of important. And it doesn't have to be the master plumber picking up the phone or the guy or the owner or anything like that. Just hire literally anybody that can speak and pick up the phone 
And the cool thing is, is nice people just just hire a nice person. It doesn't have to be young, old, male, female. As a society, I feel like we're so used to either talking to robots or talking to somebody who doesn't want to talk to us <laughs> that anybody who's nice in any way, it's just like, oh my gosh, wow. I'm It's just refreshing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our first thing of what not to do for phone calls is do not use robots or an answering service. So that's our first thing. Doria, what's that second thing that we shouldn't do? Okay. So now that we've established no robots, that actually means that somebody at your company needs to answer the phone, right? What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you have that be somebody who's dedicated to answering the phone, which even if you are a small company, I highly suggest doing it um, because you always want that phone answered and leaving it up to whoever's in the office to answer the phone doesn't always work well. Um, well, so they always person- sound super... They always sound yeah, super Yeah, like you annoyed. interrupted them. Like, yeah. ugh, like I'm supposed to be, I don't know, like putting this billboard up and now I'm eight feet high in the sky having to answer the phone. I don't know how billboards work, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's about right. Um, no, there you yeah. go. So now that you are answering the phone or somebody's answering the phone, um, first impressions are super important. It's the first voice they're going to hear when they call your company. And it's probably the thing that they're going to remember most when they get off the phone. Um, you want the person answering the phone to be happy and cheery and sounding like they're having the absolute best day of their lives, whether or not they actually are. Um, <laughs> Fake yeah. it till you make so, it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... As far as we're concerned, there's three major things that need to be included in a good first impression answering of the phone. One is a salutation. <laughs> Insert Katie tips hat. Yeah. <laughs> it um, sounds so dated. It's weird. No, I like it. I like it. Salutation. It's when, it's when you because... say hello. Yeah. <laughs> really? I would think no, it'd be no, like, I good day, ma'am. Okay. okay. Oh, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So the first part of it, a salutation. Thank you for calling. Super important right off the bat. Thank them for calling. You're excited that they're calling. Next, tell them your name and the name of your company so they know they called the right place because there's nothing worse than calling a company and having somebody go hello and they don't know if you called the right place. Well, and when they that. just say hello, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt your son's basketball game? Like, what? I'm so sorry that I called. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, um, and then the next part of that is obviously answering a question. So if you were to call us, for example, we may answer the phone. Hi, thanks so much for calling Big Shop Marketing and Design. This is Dory. You know, how can I make your day awesome? Or something fun and catchy. I probably wouldn't say that, but I might, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun story, actually, I worked in a call center, shocker, um, answering the phone all day long, and I worked for a company, and they had a really fun slogan that really opened up the conversation and made everybody giggle when they called in for customer service. Um, I, I don't support the brand or the company, we are not sponsored, but a company <laughs> called, <laughs> I just have to throw that in there, so yeah. a company called... It works. They sold these like wraps that you wrapped around your body and they were supposed to make you um, skinnier. Do they Did work? they actually Does work? It work? Um, that is not for me to say. In your, in your opinion, 
Oh, no, it was absolute bogus. Um, Okay, in your opinion. In my opinion, it didn't work. Um, But the company didn't really provide us, like, samples, so I couldn't really say for sure. But you're like, this is the coolest thing. I'm totally going to work for you and answer your phone calls. Yeah. So anyway, the company calls it, it works. The products they sold the most of were wraps. So when we answered the phone, we would say, it's a raptastic day here at It Works. My name is Blah. And then we'd ask for their um, <laughs> their customer number. But anyway, you get the idea. Like, it was fun. It was catchy. It caught people off guard. And it usually loosened them up to have a really good conversation with us. Even if people yeah. called in mad. I was going to say, even know, when they called in to complain about the fact that their yeah. rally didn't work. <laughs> Correct. They would be super, you know, just caught off guard and kind of slow the the anger in its tracks. Not saying that's always going to work. <laughs> or you really need to do that for your business. But side benefit well and it breaks it up you know like it kind of like you said catches them off guard like they're like wait what'd you just say and one of the things even though it's a super small uh difference is i like to use choosing instead of like thank you for choosing you know such and such big shop marketing design instead of thank you for calling because it kind of it's one of those things where you're just assuming the sale so you're like, oh, thank you for choosing. Like, by calling us, you already chose us. So you're already wrapped into this. So let's talk. Let's talk money. Um, <laughs> wrapped into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, like you were saying, even when your day isn't raptastic, you should still pretend that it is raptastic. Some days just aren't. And that's fine. But let's put a fake smile on our faces and pretend mm-hmm. that everything's totally fine. <laughs> even though we're on fire inside. <laughs> Correct. So anyway, first impressions, just make sure you're giving them some sort of salutation. Tell them your name, make it personal. This is the time when you can connect with somebody on a personal level that you don't usually get to uh, if they're going through your Facebook or messaging you somewhere. I don't know. I yeah, and I mean, somebody knows your especially, name. yeah, when you call a business and whoever's answering their phone is, you know, most of the time going to be their first person interaction with anybody with that company so if the first person who's answering the phones is kind of blah and rude and not really listening they're going to assume your entire company is that way so and obviously vice versa so if the person answering it is as cheery and having the most raptastic day then they're going to be like all right this whole company (laughs) is pretty cheery (laughs) i can't yell at this lady she's nice but then they still do anyway yeah. They never fail to yell sometimes. There's always that but, one, Karen, but you'll yeah. have that. Well, and if you have a good company, you do good work, and you're honest, usually, you know, that'll be to a minimum. It'll never be zero, but at least be lower. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> so, Joy, how do you feel? will always how find you... something about complain about. Sorry, go ahead. Oh what? God, always. Well, complaining's my favorite hobby, so I can complain about, I complain with the rest of them, with the rest of them, the best of them. <laughs> so, Dory, how do you feel about scripts on phone calls? Um, after working in a call center, uh, scripts are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, because no matter who you are and how good you are at pretending, they know you're reading something. Yeah, it's like we're not Meryl Streep here, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it just, it doesn't work. They're going to know it doesn't come across as sincere or a natural conversation. Um, it just sounds fake. Well, and I feel like a lot of people, you know, small or large businesses, they use scripts in place of actually training the people on the phone. So, you know, they might say, 
for instance, I worked with a local company in Southwest Florida, and we spent like a week learning about the products. Here are the questions people normally ask before the owner even trusted us to answer the phone. <laughs> so we actually got that training and they spent good time with us. And then I went and started another job and I was answering the phones and they just kind of slapped down a script. They're like, here's four things they might ask and here's how to specifically answer. So I knew really nothing. And so a lot of people use a scripts just so they don't have to worry about the phone's ringing now, get them on the phone now. Don't worry about training them. And then it comes off really disingenuine. And once yeah, again, and I feel like the... people would honestly rather hear, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that, but I can find out for you rather than you trying to read a script. Also, nobody ever calls. Okay, not ever, but most of the time they don't actually <laughs> call and ask what the script is for. So you are setting up whoever's answering the phone to not actually answer their question properly. And it comes across that they're not, you're not listening. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like sure. the script is yeah. for this particular question and we can kind of make it work for this one, but it just comes off wrong. So yeah, well, no, no scripts. And it's easier. Like when you were saying, let me go check. I, I'm so sorry. I don't know that. Let me go check on it for you. I'll be right back. Not only does that make the person feel a little bit better, but it also helps the person answering the phone. Hopefully they have enough brain cells to remember that answer so that next time when they get it ta-da, they can answer the question. So it, like, helps whoever's answering the phone to learn a lot more than if they were just regurgitating on a script, you know. Then you'll get the dreaded, can I speak to your manager, please? And then it's, like, a whole and thing. And nobody likes that conversation. And nobody. And it's, it's even like, worse I am the manager. you are the manager, right? And you sound like yeah. you don't know anything about your own company. Yeah. I mean, my voice, I already sound like I'm 12, so not knowing what I'm talking about, which is most times, but I try to fake it. Just doesn't come across. Firm believer in fake it till you make it. Yeah. That might not be the best thing, but, um, for sure. It served me well. Man, I sold golf clubs over the phone when I was in college. I worked for Dick's Sporting Goods and this guy was asking me all these questions about these golf clubs. And I was like, no, seriously, they are the best. He bought them. He never came back. So I guess it worked out well. But yeah, fake it till you make it. It's good. Unless you're selling. Like, I used to do flooring. Deadly stuff. Flooring. <laughs> flooring. What do you know about like, floors? I walk on them every day. <laughs> what do I not know about floors? <laughs> uh, I had no idea. Somebody asked about bullnose. So I took them to something I thought looked like bullnose. They never questioned it. They never was like, no, that's not bullnose. Um, my boss later told me that that was not bullnose. Um, I've literally never heard of bullnose. Uh, yeah, it's a... just a, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> well, so next customers thing. Customers loved me though. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pretty good customer catcher. Like I, you know, if I am, if that's the only thing I'm doing. Like, if I sit here and I answer the phone, I'm cool with it. But when I start getting thrown with other stuff, that's... I'm I'm a person that'll be... That'll get a little cranky and not be great. Which is why I don't answer our phones, by the way. I know this. See, I know it my works well for me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very ADD. So phone calls help to weirdly keep me on track. Because I'm having to switch to do something else and then switching back so it, like, keeps my brain oh, activated like, and <laughs> yeah. on, on track, even though that doesn't make a lot of sense. But it works for me. 
So yeah, no scripts. That was a really long way of saying no scripts. Just no train scripts. the people that are answering your phone. Have like train them for a few days before and then put them on the phones and that'll actually do a lot more for your phone call leads than just sticking them there with a possible script that's not going to land. And one other thing with this, even if you have a new person, them saying, I'm sorry, I'm new, will most totally. of the time yeah. calm anybody down. They'll understand because we've all been there. We've all been the new person. We all are there not knowing anything that's going on. <laughs> um, so just let them own it for as long as they can. I can't Sometimes tell you how many after days they've were been there for five day. years. Yeah. Be like, I, <laughs> I had so many so first sorry. days. This, this my is first my first day. day. I don't know. Yeah. We talked last year. No, no. I have a twin. No, that was, that was another one. <laughs> yeah. You think all blonde people look the same? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So the non-blonde. I know. I don't. I was looking at you. You're blonde. I am. Whatever. I am blonde. Anyway. So okay. what's our next thing, Dory? So no scripts, no robots. Be nice. First impressions. What's and next thing? listen to what they are saying. And I don't know if we've touched on this yet or we're going to touch on this, but don't try to anticipate what they're going to say. Don't try to finish their sentences. You're not a mind reader and <laughs> you're probably wrong. And you're just going to make the phone call last longer and you're going to agitate the person on the phone. So let them tell you what their problem is and listen to what they have to say before you respond to anything. And that also kind of ties in with the, like, with, like, not rushing people, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And, um, you know, usually when... It, you might think you're being helpful by saying, oh, yeah, you just, you have a shingle roof, right? Oh, it's this and that. You might think you're being helpful, but really they feel like you're rushing them, even though that might not be the case, or you are. It just whatever. comes across but, that way. Yeah. Like, ugh, I'm just going to, I like hearing myself talk more than you tell me what you need. I'm going to tell you what you need. And then it's off-putting. Um, Our next one, which is... So, they're all super important, but <laughs> this is really important. Um, be positive. I can't be positive. I'm actually O negative. So, you know, this is another Ooh, reason why negative. I don't answer the phone. Oh, we need to hire somebody else to answer yes. the phone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. So be positive. Make sure you are blood typing your potential phone answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is actually something Dory is really good at. Um, I've personally seen her having like a horrible day, like horrible, like to where I wouldn't really want to approach her and talk to her personally. But when she answers the phone, still very positive. So yet another reason of fake it till you make it. <laughs> Correct. Yep. When you're on the phone, you got to turn it on um, whether or not you feel like it. So, yeah. It works. Um, Something I... Is it what? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? It, I mean, this kind of goes for anybody in your office, really. Like, leave your personal crap at the door. It cannot translate into your, into your business, and especially not for the person who's answering the phone. There's nothing worse than somebody who's answering the phone who had a fight with their boyfriend that morning and just can't keep their crap together. It's, it's terrible. Well, and that's okay, something sorry, I think that I think that's something that I learned from working for corporate companies, like my first few jobs, they were like for bigger retail companies and they 
they don't even like as a small business you kind of tend to end up being like a group of friends or they always try to say our company's a family but you know when you're coming into corporate when you have that smaller business you feel like oh i can tell everyone in the room why i'm upset and the horrible night i had last night john was so rude to me i can't believe it i'm gonna have such a rough day and it like you can bring I don't, I don't, it's just the first name that popped in my way. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Simmer down there. <laughs> um, but, you know, you feel like in those small businesses, you can bring that with you. Whereas with corporate, like I learned because my first few jobs were for big corporate businesses, you can't do any of that. You know, you can't like walk into Publix and, you know, crap to the other 50 people that are in your store about how bad your evening was it's like nope you're coming in you're clocking in you're doing a job you're leaving so I feel like for a lot of people whose first few jobs were for big businesses like that they can get that but some people in the small business space I've kind of seen that that's a bigger problem you know with bringing your baggage without don't really know how else to say that but bringing your baggage to work with you yeah um kind of along the lines of being positive actually it's complete opposite the 180 um don't ever lose your temper on a client don't yell don't hang up the phone honestly just, just don't i cannot tell you i've shockingly never done this but i have seen a lot of other people do it like from you know my desk was just near them, and I have heard people lose their temper on the phone. It is so fun to watch. Like, not as the owner of the company, you're just seeing something totally deteriorate into madness, and you're like, whoa, I knew Sarah was having a rough day, but this is a while. <laughs> it's very entertaining <laughs> and until the bad Google review comes in, but still. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, fine. Um, I've you've spent been a screamed at a lot. Yeah, oh, so been, much. Oh my gosh. So much. Yeah. <laughs> not not only just like on the phone, but um, I worked at Starbucks um, oh. in the managerial section. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you know you don't make a latte right, and Karen is gonna let you know. Um, yeah. So when it comes to this type of thing the motto I always live by and I know it's cheesy is if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all and I mean that literally let them yell <laughs> let them scream let them get it out and when they finally take a breath and have nothing more to say then you can jump in hopefully you calm down enough to like think it through rationally and my go-to line is you know, first an apology, whether or not it's my fault, it usually uh, disarms people. You know, I'm so sorry that happened. Um, See, I like that. You... I'm so sorry that happened. It's an apology that's not an apology. I'm so right. sorry. I'm never not taking say... blame for it. Yeah, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Or I'm so sorry that I, my favorite, honestly, my favorite for diffusing a screaming, honestly, screaming at anybody, I've started to use this in my personal life too, is I understand not like i'm yes. sorry yeah. it's i understand yeah I, I understand absolutely <laughs> like they're screaming and crying like you it's supposed to be here yesterday and it's not here yet even though it's ups and it's not your fault i'm still gonna scream at you anyway and be like i understand right. i would be really upset too because you can't argue with i understand there's no argument no. to that which is why it's nope, you can't. my perfect petty response which seems mature but on a different level, it's, like, still really petty. Be like, I understand. And then they'll just be like, <sighs> angry about it. Like, ugh. Yeah. 
But yeah, never lose your temper. No matter how entertaining it'll be for your coworkers, your boss will not be happy about it. And as an owner, I think as an owner, losing your temper is even worse because there's nowhere higher for the person to go. You just kind of, it's, I've seen owners lose temper on the phone and that's not as fun. Even as an employee, you get a little worried. Um, It's not. And even if they're standing up for their employee, which I will always stand up for somebody working for me or with me, but I will do it respectfully. And I will let them know that those actions aren't acceptable, but I won't yell. I won't get mad. And if they're screaming, I just let them scream again until they're until they're done. And then let them know that their actions are unacceptable for an adult. Yeah. And at that point, they'll usually agree. And another good thing to ask after they're done yelling, what would you like me to do? How can I make this better? Yeah, like, what do you want? Do you just want to keep but yelling not, at but me? But don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, how would I you I want you like to make a new coffee. This? Great, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. Want- I can do that. I can make you a new coffee. Yeah, you want your money back? True. Okay, I can give you your money back. Um, I mean, most of the time they just want to yell, and there's not really a lot you can do about it. Yeah. Well, and the and what? They know that. What do you want me to do? I know you have used that in personal conversations because I've also heard it. <laughs> just like me freaking out about something, like not specifically freaking out on you, just screaming and shouting about some kind of situation in life that none of us had control over. It's like, okay, what do you want me to do? I'd be like, well. I guess there's nothing you can do, so I guess we're done. <laughs> and then it's over. <laughs> so, and then it's over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so um, just keep your mouth shut. If you if you can't say something nice, shut don't up. say anything at all. Yeah. You're on the phone. It's fine. And and don't hang up on them. Um, Ooh, let them yeah. hang up on you. Yikes. Let them hang up on you. Yeah. That one's... You can say you understand and you're sorry long enough and they realize you can't do anything and they'll hang up. And that's fine. They can hang up on you. Don't you be the person that hangs up on them. All right, Dory. So we've talked about... Yeah, so we've talked about the first impressions, what to do if they get angry, um, you know, how to answer the call. So what's our next step? Now we're now we're collecting information. Now we are collecting how do we information. Need to... Yeah. Um. I mean, use your best judgment on this, but don't be too slow and don't rush them. The rushing them kind of goes back to, you know, not listening to what they're saying and jumping in and interrupting them. Um, That comes off as rushing and you don't want to you don't want to rush anybody, but you also don't want to be slow about it either. Um, Don't ask them what their email is 20 times. Don't take five minutes to write down a name Um, and make sure you're asking the, the right questions to get what you need out of whoever's calling you. Um, and as somebody with a weirdly spelled name, my name is spelled K-A-I-T-Y, and sometimes, like, I can kind of assume that they're going to ask twice. Like, that's fine. Because usually they hear Katie and they'll spell it whatever way they want to spell it, and then I'll have to respell it. But a couple of, like, a few times I somebody has asked me... I spell my name because nobody spells it right. Ever. That's true. Yeah. And they don't always hear my name either. Sometimes they hear Joy... Or something, Jordan. I get Jordan Wait, what Mom. is your, what's your name? Dory. Oh. So I, I that spell That makes it. a lot of and sense. And then my last name is a lot of fun, too. Thank yeah, you, I can't even with your last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, G's where they shouldn't be. It's a whole thing. But, yeah. yeah, like, so if somebody has to ask me more than two times how to spell my name, 
then I can tell they're trying to speed through it. They're spelling it wrong and they're not paying attention. And then I get mad. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, this, this is crazy. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, make sure you just know the information you need to ask them if they're calling because they want shutters, for example. Know the questions that you need to ask them. Yeah, a lot of the times when, um, you know, when I was working for the, the, a fish light company that was out in Port Charlotte, we would, you know, first ask them their name and then how can I help you, obviously. And they would say, oh, I'm looking, I have questions about a fish light. Be like, okay, which one specifically? Sometimes they know, sometimes they don't know. If they don't know, it's your job to tell them which one works best for them. But just ask questions that... I wouldn't say, honestly, I would just ask open-ended questions in terms of what they need help with until you figure it out. Because if you just get name, phone number, email, give it to whoever and be like, okay, what they want? Uh, I, I don't know. I just told them you call them back. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> so, like, make sure that you that you're actually collecting the information. And then repeat it yes. to them, too, right? Like, just Absolutely. to confirm everything. You know, there's nothing worse than... A follow-up call from somebody else you tell them all the wrong stuff and they're like oh did the other chick even listen to what i was saying well it doesn't have to be a chick could be a guy too but you know so, so i would kind of go ahead i was gonna um, wrap it up so go ahead <laughs> yeah so when you're wrapping up the phone call just kind of summarize everything you just talked about to confirm it with them um so say oh okay once again thanks so much for calling sarah just wanted to confirm that we've got your estimate for next wednesday at 4 30 um, the technicians will be out to inspect your roof. You don't have to be there. Um, but if you are, it's great. Um, is there anything else I can help you with or are you good to go? You know, that kind of thing. That way you confirmed it. They confirmed it. And when the technicians show up at 4.30, she's not going to be like, oh my God, who are these people climbing on my roof? You know, so it's just kind of reiterating that you collected everything right. Hopefully her name is actually Sarah because if it's not, you're kind of... That'd be awkward. behind on that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so it's really that easy and so much of this is common sense yeah i just feel like people forget i mean they don't yeah. it's not they forget they just don't think about it you know we're used to answering the phone a certain way just in normal life and i don't know just be a step above your competitors because they're probably just answering the phone hello yeah. Well, and a yeah. lot of our clients are service-based clients, so like AC repair, roofers, plumbers. And I don't know if you've ever called a plumber at two o'clock in the morning, but they're not usually that happy <laughs> to hear from you. You know, they're not pretending to be happy to hear from you. So right. if you're the, if you're one of the very few people that actually have a positive, you know, phone answering system and make it a positive experience your chance of being chosen and winning that job just went up exponentially all right guys well that was pretty much everything that you know we had to ramble about in terms of answering the phone um and if you're listening to this thinking i don't really know how my people answer the phone spend some time in your office listen figure out how it's going or go home and call them Oh, yeah. You could do like a secret mm -hmm. call. I love that. I do that mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> and see how they're actually doing it. So because you might be doing it right. 
Or you might be doing it wrong, so it's time to go figure that out. Or some people might be doing it wrong, and some people might be doing it right. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, like, I was like, wait, what? Some people answer the phone badly, <laughs> and the yeah. other people answer the phone perkily. Yeah, Haley's doing a great job, but Sarah, not so much. You know, mm-hmm. Sarah needs some work. So, anyway, not to pick on Sarah too much. Um, so, yeah, we're also going to post a blog link with all of this super fun information in the show notes if you guys wanted to for some reason read this after you listen to it um so if you guys need any help with your website marketing digital marketing anything to make your business more money you can email us at info at bigshotmad.com you can call us at 716-489-1991 or you can follow us on instagram at Big Shop Mad. Actually, they're all Big Shop Mad. <laughs> yeah, they're all Big Facebook Shop Mad. Or website, yeah. Big Shop Mad. Exactly. Com. Just type in Big Shop Ta-da. Mad. Yeah. So contact us if you have any further questions or even if you wanted to yell at us because Dory's a little out of practice with people yelling at her on the phone. So have at it. It'd be very interesting to hear about. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening this week and we will see you guys next time. Bye.